Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. We're going to kick off this hour with a very special guest. We have Lisa from the History of Diving Museum. Divemuseum.org is the website to go to and learn all about this cool exhibit uh, down there in the Florida Keys. Lisa, how you doing? What's going on? I'm doing I'm doing great down here in sunny South Florida, where the temperatures are nice and uh, warm. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's we, uh, it's warmer than us in Orlando. So, you know, we're looking for uh, warmer places to go. And down there in Isla Morada at the History of Diving Museum might just foot the bill. Matter of fact, I had one of our uh, mermaids down there last week, and I, I know they were planning to stop by. It's impossible to miss. She did. So did she stop by? Did Serena come by and say hi to everybody there or what? You know, we say don't drive by, dive in. Right. And yes, she did take a dip into the History of Diving Museum and got to uh, walk through and see it for herself, which is fabulous. Well, excellent. See, I, I hadn't heard uh, yet. She was probably going to wait and share that next time she joined us on uh, Scuba Radio. But uh, I'm glad she did her homework. Uh, but but once again, yeah. if you're a diver and you're driving down US one on the way down to Key West or just visiting the Upper Keys, it's a short little uh, hop right down there from the top of the Keys there in Key Largo. History of Diving Museum should be on your surface interval. It's such a cool uh, you know facility and, and learn so much uh, more about the you know our favorite pastime scuba diving than you could ever imagine. It, and it's very very deep, and I mean that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pun. In, yeah, pun intended, of course. But pun uh, intended, of right. course. Well, you know, it surprises people that we've got four thousand years of history, and you literally have to get three quarters of the way through the exhibits before you ever come into regulators and rebreathers. Right. And of course, now last week was slammed because we opened our dive into art coral creations exhibit that will be on display until April seventeenth. Mm-hmm. And it's a fabulous, fabulous, beautiful display. It's got the Art Guild of the Purple Isles, professional artists that have their works up. And then student work from Key Largo to Key West. And they've all done things as they learn about the coral. They learn about the environment. They learn about, you know, global warming and how to be better stewards and what we can do as divers to help with restoration efforts. 
Well, there you go. I mean, it's constantly evolving in that section of the History of Diving Museum where you have these, uh, you know, evolving exhibits like that. So, you know, even if you've been to the History of Diving Museum, you know, last year or whatever, it's constantly changing. So you want to, you know, stop off, spend an hour or two, uh, whatever it takes. You get, Heck, you could spend a lot more time than that if you really want to get uh, deep into it. There's so much there to enjoy. But uh, the fact that you keep changing kind of keeps things uh, exciting. You know, for people who had even been there before, right? It does. And and that's our goal with the changing exhibit room, to have these featured exhibits, touch on topics that normally wouldn't be here, and then... You know, if people come back to the Keys more than once, it gives them new things to look at. In this particular exhibit, how many kids do you know that can say that they've had their works of art on display in a museum? It's great mm-hmm. for families and to bring the grandparents. We get multi-generations that come together to see their work. And, you know, oh, by the way, they're learning while they're creating stuff. Right. It's it's a great collaboration with the school system down here. And um and then we've got various coral practitioners that inform the divers what they can do to do outplantings and citizen science and how they can be part of this uh you know restoration effort. Yeah. I mean, last time we were down there, uh, you know, Lisa introduced us to some of the coral restoration projects going on just uh, down the road there at Bud and Mary's. That's how we met Michael from iCare. And they gave us a a nice little uh, tour of their facility. And Mm -hmm. uh, that's evolving. Uh, It looks like we're going to come down and uh, participate with an event uh, with them at the beginning of May. The Trash Derby that we're talking about. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Going to try to right. and, connect and some dots. That's going to be great, and would love to. Of course, I want to participate in that uh, trash derby with you as well in the beginning of May, and and then who knows, we can might tag on a vintage dive or something or other while you're in town. Well, I mean, we'll that's the thing. To see how all that plays out. You know, Lisa has her her fins, uh, you know, spread out all over the place, and she's always doing these cool <laughs> projects uh, and, and bringing people down to the key. So yeah, we're trying to connect some dots. And uh, put some uh, vintage diving uh, activities together. Maybe that trash derby. Who knows? You'll hear all about it uh, coming up here on Scuba Radio eventually. But uh, it's always uh, exciting talking to you. You got the uh, artist thing going on now. You got a couple other uh, events. I think there was something at the end of March. What was that with the Jerry Garcia thing? Right. Last year, we had Rainbow Full of Sound, which is a... Grateful Dead tribute band. We did dive into art and music. A lot of deadheads and a lot of people don't know that Jerry Garcia, who was a fabulous musician, was also an artist and he was also a scuba diver. Mm-hmm. And he spent a lot of time um, in Hawaii and helping with mooring ball projects and with restoration back in the 80s. So the Jerry Garcia Foundation has collaborated with the History of Diving Museum and we're going to be putting on a dive into art and music the end of March and details will be up on our website real soon divingmuseum.org yes and and once again when you go to the museum you'll see some of Jerry Garcia's artwork and you can see that marine influence uh, around I mean you still got some of that artwork uh, just hanging around there in the lobby there probably huh you think? We do. We have some that are for sale, and all the proceeds from Jerry's work goes to support educational outreach and the dive into art 
exhibits. Uh, so right now we have some that are just outright for sale that people can come and they can buy or, you know, hey, I don't have two grand in my pocket. I can't do it. But you can buy a raffle ticket. And then once we raise $2,000, we're going to do a poll and you could win a Jerry Garcia print. Well, there you go. If nothing else, so you can look at some of, of it. Different- and uh yeah. and go through the exhibit you know see i think it's the largest yeah. display of uh heart helmets diving heart helmets uh in the world isn't it that that display well, it's massive it's well it it's it's not only the hard hats but it's the largest international collection of diving that tells that four thousand year history so it's the hard hats, it's the scuba diving, it's the regulators, rebreathers, the early improbable dive machines. Mm-hmm. It's just got a scope beyond what most people can comprehend. And whether you're a diver or not, people come out of the exhibits and they're amazed by what they see. Yes. There, there's a lot of surprising uh, things there at the exhibit at the History of Diving Museum. They got a silver bar, bar you know, like they used to have on the yeah. Spanish galleons and you can actually touch it, feel it, lift it. If you can, if you got the muscles, yep. CJ was saying uh, he was able to do this, no sweat, but he was straining, lifting that silver bar. But, you know, just that's just a couple of the little tidbits that are going to surprise you uh, when you get into the history yeah. of diving museum. It's a quite an impressive facility and uh, hard to miss or impossible to miss right there on the right side as you're heading south down US one in the Florida Keys, uh, Isla Mirada. I guess, right? That's the uh, town. Yep. Yeah. Mile mile marker 83. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so you owe it to yourself to stop off, spend some quality surface interval uh, time there at the History of Diving Museum, see uh, Lisa and the gang. Uh, All the information, divingmuseum.org is the website to go to. We are open daily, 10 a.m. to 5. Thanks for having us, Greg. You got it. We got more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Tarek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. How, when, and where it's made has never been more important than now. Just ask all those divers and dive shops that struggled to get products and parts during the pandemic. One relatively new gear manufacturer, however, managed quite well. Nex is one of the few, if not only, dive gear manufacturers to bring regulator and design assembly back to the USA. No shortages during the pandemic for their customers and dealers. And get this, Nex was a tester's choice winner in Scuba Lab for 2022 and a Best Buy in 2023. Each Nex regulator system is made to order, cutting down on overhead and allowing you to get exactly what you need for the kind of diving you prefer. This will be the last regulator you'll ever need, since the modular design can easily be modified as your diving skills and preferences evolve over time. Are you ready to make your next dive your best dive? Then go to nextdive.com. That's nexdive.com. Next underwater products. Nextdive.com. 
Scuba action star Mike Scott is back in a new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From author Eric Douglas comes the one that started it all. Listen as Mike deals with submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. Download Cayman Cowboys or Oil and Water, Return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish at Amazon, booksbyeric.com, and audible.com. Surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Breathe steady, old man. Prove you're not completely useless. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Time now to check in with my friend Jerry Beatty. Where in the world is Jerry Beatty today? He's always traveling the world. Are you at least stateside at this point, Jerry? How you doing? I I am actually in the water in Denison, Texas. You're you're in it, the water. Is, Wait a it, minute. It is raining so hard. Oh, okay. It's gonna count that as a scuba hard. dive. <laughs> uh, it is almost to that point. It's supposed to rain all day and half the night, so maybe by about ten o'clock tonight we can do a night dive. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, you never. You always got to travel with your scuba gear just in case. <laughs> yeah. Even the weather down in Florida has been. Uh, we've been getting a lot of rain the last couple of weeks. I don't know. It's uh. Yeah. It's been a little damp, but hey, we're divers. We're not afraid of that. That's fine. <laughs> Right. But, uh, but Jerry, I wanted to touch base with you on a couple things. I want to get your uh, outlook on the uh, dive industry in general over the next few months. we got a pretty crazy year here being an election year. I want to get your thoughts on how you think things are going to uh, pan out. Uh, because you have, uh, you know, you've been around a while. You've seen uh, the ups and downs. We'll get to that. But uh, first, I got to touch uh, base with you about the island of Yap. Because I got uh, the big press release last week about, uh, well, they're having some huge Yap festival at the uh, end of February, February 28th to March 2nd. And they call this, well, let's see, what is it? it's uh, hosted by the you know several villages in Yap. And I guess it's a pretty big deal in the uh, island chain. And uh, it's uh, celebrations that take place over two days. And uh, it's some kind of cultural festival that, yeah. And if you happen to be diving the island of Yap that weekend or that week, you're really going to get, uh, I don't know, some extra stuff. Really see, you know, be able to soak up the culture. Is that the case or what? Uh, it's definitely the case. It's if culture is higher on your list, you gotta light those days out. Yeah, uh, Yap days are amazing. They do all kinds of different dances and cultural and. Yeah, this goes back thousands of years. This is not a hundred year old, two hundred year old. This is thousands of years of culture, and they have always done this. Yap Day and all the proceedings, but 
it was only advertised in Micronesia. It wasn't really out to the public. Somebody there thought the public wasn't interested, and we have found that it is a huge attraction for people from all over the world. Oh, I don't uh, doubt it. They say they're going to kick off the you know Yap Days with the traditional conch shell blowing and presentation of stone money. I mean, uh, that, that is the kind of stuff when, you know, if you have the opportunity to witness that on your surface interval, it really adds to your whole dive vacation uh, on a level that you just, you would never, you know, be able to see typically. I mean, it's cool to kind of get into the culture and meet the people and see how they live day in and day out or even, you know, just kind of experience some of their history. And that's kind of what that is, I guess, right? Well, it definitely is. And there's only a few places in the world you can go and see culture that goes back that far, that is that still preserved, hasn't been, you know, doctored down. Uh, It's an amazing thing. The colors of all the uh, different native wear, that alone will blow your mind. Great photography opportunity. Yeah. Oh, it sounds similar to what, you know, sometimes when I visit Fiji, you meet all the people and you kind of soak up their culture. And that's really, to me, what sets those uh, type of destinations apart for every from everywhere else you go in the world, not to knock anything. But when you be able to uh, see how, uh, you know, where they came from and, you know, how primitive some of it was back in the day and, and see yet see how happy they are that's what it's really enlightening and uh it warms the heart so, uh, doesn't it it does it absolutely does and i love fiji i really do and there's a lot of similarities i do think without you know uh down trodden fiji at all but it has been diluted some because it's had tourism internationally for so long yeah yap is all brand new to that mm. and uh it's still the undiluted real thing. Okay. Uh, it's a li- little more authentic, I, I, kind of, maybe. Yeah, they got you know, exactly cultural centers in Fiji, which are great, but they're literally set up just for that, to share their culture with with uh, visitors and stuff like this. This kind of, you know, Yap Days kind of sounds like it's a locals' uh, celebration that they're just allowing people to come in and witness themselves if they happen to be on the island at that time. Do you get some of that, even if you're not coming during Yap Days and, and see some of the dances and stone money? That's that's all part of the experience when you go to uh, the island of Yap to dive, isn't it? Absolutely. No matter what time, what week you choose, uh, one month you go, you're going to get some culture because yeah. it's it's all still a real deal there. Love it. Love it. Well, uh, I can't wait to get out there. We're trying to see if we can make that happen for 2024, bring scuba radio to the island of Yap. I mean, only time will tell. But uh, but let's move on to some other stuff. This is a pretty crazy year uh, because we're, you know, we're in an election year. And uh, things are, you know, uh, Demo was very, very positive. Everybody seems to be doing pretty well and hoping for the best. But being an election year, do you think we got some storms on the horizon just industry-wide? Or do you, are you picking up the vibe that uh, everybody thinks everything's going to be fine? What do you think? Well, you know, the first of the year is always slow anyway. I yeah. mean, every year uh, you've got the holidays behind you. The retailers are trying to figure out what they need to stock. You know, what's sold, so forth and so on. And then you got taxes coming. So there's always a slowdown at the first year. This time, being an election year, presidential election, you you just have so many people that take a wait-and-see attitude. Right. Uh, uh, my prediction is, after doing this for <laughs> a few decades, 
it is going to be a slow first two quarters, but I see the year panning out probably pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know, once people have made up their election decisions on what they're going to do and uh, got their taxes behind them and they start going, well, I just need some relief. Mm-hmm. So, well, what, what better place to go than underwater? That's right. You want to get away from the politics? <laughs> just uh, you can it. shelter yourself uh, on a dive <laughs> adventure and you can't hear any of it underwater for the most part. Can't bring a TV and and uh, audio down with you unless you really, really try hard. And yeah, uh, it's, I know. It's a great yeah. escape. But, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I mean, uh, Dima was very, very strong. I mean, yeah, the first uh, part of the year is always a little slow coming out of the holidays. I can't. I, that's kind of where we're at. People are starting to pop uh, pop open now and, and really crank it up. But I think we're going to have a strong year. Cautiously optimistic. Would you agree with that for the industry as a whole, maybe? I would totally agree with that. Okay, I am cautiously good. optimistic, too. And I haven't spoken to very many people that are completely negative uh yet anyway right. i think the election is one of the more heated ones uh that i've experienced so well I yeah it may take a little while to chill well it creates out, that yeah. uh that uh you know air of uncertainty that kind of makes right. people question their decisions a little bit but we'll see and uh well, let's hope this, for the best this too will pass that's right so true and if not we'll just go underwater and ignore it all <laughs> <laughs> jerry Beatty, always a pleasure my friend hey thank you great Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Saba St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, Humpback Whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. surface interval is complete you are now clear to dive with scuba radio Radio. the world's first radio show devoted to diving dive 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 excuse me i need to rent six tanks 80 cubic feet each uh four regulators sure thing you going lake diving no really it's in a cavern because we just got these great new dive lights. They are pretty tanks. This 
This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Okay, so I got Jared on from Next Dive, nextdive.com, by the way, nextdive.com is the website. Found these guys uh, at the scuba show last year, and now we're working with them a little bit. I got some brand new gear sitting here in the office that I got to get wet. And uh, first off, uh, yeah, Jared, thanks for sending that. I haven't got the BC uh, wet yet, but I'm anxious to do so because uh, the regulator performed beyond my expectations. Very high quality stuff. But uh, this this uh, BC, this uh, Night Diver BC looks just as hearty and, I mean, uh, just al- almost indestructible. When you guys uh, did, created that uh, BC, was that idea to to kind of match it with the next dive regulator systems that you guys offer that are, you know, very hardy grow with you and that kind of thing too, or what? Yeah. You know, um, uh, when I heard about night divers, um, the, the, it, when, when I started this, a lot of people have tried, uh, uh, to partner up with us, um, and push things that they've come out with. And, and, um, night divers is one of the few that I've, I've done that with just because of the quality of the product. Right. And we have, we have talked, uh, here b- between, um, uh, our group for so many years now about having a wing that is shaped like that uh and um i have looked into designing one um that's shaped like that and when i ran into them uh it was the exact wing that i that i would have designed and uh so we partnered up with them and it is the the there's two different materials there's the denier 1000 mm-hmm. um that is your standard and it's 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 a um as any other uh bc it's it's good quality but then i think the one that, that we sent you is the uh what night divers calls the night shield material which is the it's a bulletproof material that that the italian government uses yeah nice well that's good to know that if anyone wants to shoot me uh good luck because uh Hopefully they, not. They, well eh, it depends on which uh, show you listen to probably but regard <laughs> you know regardless i mean at least the, this thing is like serious uh quality i mean uh, it, it's substantial i mean you can feel it just by looking at it and holding on to it i mean uh, you know the thing looks indestructible and evidently it's bulletproof so that explains part of it i guess but the idea was you know just like the regulator system you buy it from next dive it, it you know it's the last regulator you're ever going to need to to own because it can grow with you because you guys created this modular design out of very you know high quality materials. I mean, it looks like the same philosophy went into this BC design, right? Yeah. Yes, and and that's why I I, I really liked um uh you know but partnering with Night Divers is they they have the same philosophy as as we do. They don't want uh any cheap parts out there. Um they they want nothing but the best yeah. and and the best designs you know to to uh for, for a diver to have. Well, it's a good match for sure. And like I said, I, I just haven't had an opportunity to get the uh, BC in the water yet, but that's going to happen soon. The the big news that we're uh, going to share for the first time today is that they're going to give us a set of uh, Next Dive uh, gear to give away at the Beneath the Sea Dive Show in Secaucus, New Jersey here at the end of March. So if you show up on Saturday... Uh, and, you know, right before the show opens at uh, 9 o'clock, the plan is to give it to one lucky diver showing up to the show uh, right before the doors open at 9 a.m. So uh, you've been warned. 
and you can plan accordingly if you want a shot at that uh, gear. We're probably talking about you know two, three thousand dollars worth of stuff just in that alone. And uh, it's, uh, we got to thank Jared and the gang at Next Dive for making that happen. But I'm sure when we uh, put it on display up there beneath the seat, people, it's going to turn a few heads because it is. Uh, you know, the quality is is top notch. It's very sleek looking too. I, I love the black. It's very uh, Batman looking. You know what I mean? Has that kind of texture, yes. the Batman outfit. You know, on the BC especially. So uh, it looks cool and performs, uh, you know, like it. Uh, well, it'll last you forever. Be the last BC you ever need on top of the uh, regulator system. But uh, good stuff, Jared, for sure. You guys are doing great work. And, you know, this modular design that you guys have created for the uh, regulators that you offer up, I mean, nobody else is doing that that I'm aware of. Is that right? Or 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 yeah. what? Yeah. No. No, no, I, I don't know anybody else that, that that's doing it. You know, and one of the the hard parts we and we actually just uh, finished signing um, the the last paperwork for our CE for the regulators, um, uh, which has been a big hurdle. Uh, so we can we can sell in the UK, but one of the 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 big challenges and probably one of the reasons why people don't do it is one you, you have to be able to engineer it, but two with the CE uh, each design has to be has to have its own CE and so it's also costly to do it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean it does, and that's you know the certification process they have in the UK to even be able to sell products, you know, like these the you know like regs and stuff like that. It's it's much it's even more regulated than we have here in the states. So it's an extra hoop yes. you got to jump through, but uh, but you guys have done it, and now you're going to start uh, selling them uh, through dealers out there in the UK as well. But we already have them in the USA, so you know take advantage of it. And and I that's one of the you know nice things I like to hear as manufacturing coming back to the states. I mean, for years everything was just going overseas and. And we were kind of losing, you know, uh, a lot of traction in that regard. And, of course, COVID came came through and made it very tough for the manufacturers, the dive manufacturers in the U.S. Uh, to provide product for the dive stores across the country. And uh, that wasn't the case for you guys because you, uh, you're assembling them right here in the good old USA there in California, right? That's correct. Yeah. 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 Made in the USA or at least assembled or mostly a little bit of both, yeah. right? Yeah. A, a little bit of both, yes, but but a lot of our our materials are actually machined in Taiwan, but everything is is assembled here, right? And uh, just that means they can make it to your specifications, uh, no matter what uh, you know level of diver you are. And once again, you can buy it as a beginner diver, and then uh, if you you know get into diving, get real hardcore, and you want to get into tech diving, you just send it back to them. They can switch out your regulator because of this modular design and upgrade it so it'll handle all different types of technical diving or even rebreathers and all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, they're doing some really interesting things there at Next Dive. And once again, nextdive.com is the website, nexdive.com. Now, Jared, uh, you're out there in California. Do you ever go, go out there uh, in California and dive, or are you a warm water wuss, or what? what is your preferred type of scuba diving for recreational purposes? Uh, no, I, I, I am mainly cold water. I actually just got back from, uh, Cozumel and Playa del Carmen, uh, uh, over Christmas and the, and the new year. And I did, you know, some dives there and I love the warm water, but, um, I, I prefer cold water. Really? For, for some reason. I, you are probably yeah. the first person on the planet 
that I've ever heard say that uh, after going to Cozumel, they preferred the cold water over Cozumel. Really? Uh, just not your yeah, thing it, or what? No, it is, but I, and I don't really know what it is necessarily. But for example, um, I've been diving um, almost every season in Antarctica for the last uh, 10, 12 years. <clears throat> and every time I get in the water, it doesn't matter if it's below freezing um, or slightly above freezing. But every time I get in the water, when I hit that cold of water, I, I, th- 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 there's something about it that I enjoy. Wow. Okay. I, but you're uh, using a dry suit, I assume, especially if it's Antarctica, right? Yeah, of course. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but it's, you still feel the fresh coolness of the uh, air surrounding your skin, uh, even though the water is kind of cool. Now, I'm fascinated. Very seldom do we come across someone who prefers cold water diving over warm water diving or a warm water wuss like me. So we're going to keep talking to him. It's Jared from Next Dive. we got more with him next. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. She loves to dive, dive, dive. She loves to dive, dive, dive. She loves to dive, 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 dive. I think you found your Cause you can go diving today It's you I'm jealous of How did you end up this way? She said she loves to And you know we think that's rad Yes, she loves to And you know we are so glad She said she heard this show It almost blew her mind Called Scuba Radio The first show of its kind She says she loves to And you know we think that's rad Yes, she loves to And you know we are so glad She loves to dive, dive, dive She loves to dive, dive, dive For a dive like that You know you should be glad For a dive like that You know you should be glad For a dive like that You know we are So glad This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I got Jared from Next Dive. Uh, nextdive.com is the website, nexdive.com. Uh, check out their full line of uh, regs and uh, the Night Diver BCs. Great stuff that they offer, and you really need to check it out for sure. But we're talking about Jared's type of diving. He prefers cold water diving over, over warm water diving. He is not a warm water wuss. He's done it. He's enjoyed it. But there's something about cold water diving you just like better. Is that right, Jared? 
Yeah, I, I, I think it's the amount of gear and the the, the technicality of it, uh, possibly that, that I like about it. Warm water, while it's really nice, you know, it's very easy to do. But I think I tend to to uh, like the, the the more challenging dives. Yeah, well, the, the next dive gear, gear. I mean, it, it's very uh, cool looking. I, uh, like I said, the the Night Diver BC kind of has a Batman vibe to it. So you're kind of like going out there being a scuba diving superhero, maybe. You think that ties into it a little bit? Hey, you got your uniform, the whole thing. <laughs> or, or, or maybe I want others to 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 be the diving superheroes. Well, that's true. You are sharing what you know with the world with your uh, products for sure. But, but yeah. So, what, what you think is it partly the critters and things that you see on these uh, you know dives in Antarctica and stuff like that that catch your uh, you know that tweak your fancy a little bit in that regard too, or what do you think? You know, the, the, I, I like the, the, the variety in the invertebrates and, and, and everything that you see in the colder areas. But there's just something about the cold water. Uh, the, you know, to a degree, the colder it is, the, the more I enjoy it just because of the challenges that, that you have to uh, take to, to get there. Well, you're right. You know, it, 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 it is it, way more challenging than just, uh, you know, popping on a, a BC in a, you know, tank and a reg. Uh, you know, in, in board shorts is easy. It's almost too easy sometimes to dive, you know, in these warm tropical uh, environments. And I've always felt that the people that love cold water diving are way more skilled because they have to be. And, and it's much more of an investment in uh, time and energy and knowledge. And it, it just makes you a better diver. Is that part of it, too? I think so, yeah. And you, you like that kind of challenge, huh? So you're just one of those type of folks. Yeah. I do, yeah, and it's why you know I, I like technical diving, and um, I, I have I have not done any cave diving yet, but um, I, I do like that 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 technical side of it, and it's also you know I, I do uh, uh, some commercial diving as well, and it's you know one of the the, the challenges that I enjoy about um, you know putting new pilings in and, and doing you know structural stuff um, in in the water that a lot of people you know maybe can't do it's because it, it, it takes a, a lot of work to do it well yeah i mean that's uh that's that's crazy diving to me i love watching the videos but i i know i'm not cut out for that kind of thing <laughs> but but i uh, <laughs> i admire the people that do and uh and once again you got to be quite skilled and and uh yeah, that's a big money making kind of gig too right yeah, do those those jobs can pay pretty good can't they yeah, they can. Um, uh, it, it depends on on the jobs, but but yeah, you know, everybody who who does it can actually make uh, good money. You know, everybody that, that, that's working on it because it is more challenging, and to get people that have the knowledge, you have to pay a little bit more. Right. And that, that's yeah, it's a that's skill. Yeah, yeah. You got to learn yeah. the skill and do it properly to stay safe and enjoy it too. Now, one of the other things you do, you you're part of one of these adventure cruise ship. Uh, uh, programs or or something and you go out and uh i mean well you explain it what do you do with the cruise ship travel that you have been doing lately yeah so i i started working for uh for fun for a company called Lindblad expeditions and they uh, partnered with national geographic and they have ships that travel around the world um and one of the or the, the, the few that i have worked on um 
most of what I've done has been, you know, Antarctica or the Arctic, uh, Iceland, Greenland, uh, South America and whatnot. And they, they're essentially um, uh, expedition ships where they have a small number of passengers. And one of the things that Lindblad offers is a diver that goes into the water and shoots video and edits the, the video they get into a little four to six minute presentation to show the guests on the ship. Huh. And it's one of the things that I've enjoyed doing over the last 10 or 12 years whenever I can. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, I mean, what what is the purpose of, or what, when you uh, go on the trip, uh, do they tell you, hey, go uh, jump off the boat and go film something in particular, or are you just supposed to give them a, a view of the underwater, you know, uh, atmosphere and, and, and stuff that they're cruising through, or what exactly? Yeah, so normally the the ship makes uh, two, maybe three stops a day, and uh, during one of those stops, if if it's a good spot to dive, uh, and you know, I whoever's the diver makes the decision on on that, and you get in the water and you shoot whatever you see, um, and then uh, you know. Do, do a little presentation about it. And one of the, the cool things that I've been able to do, and I've made, uh, I've been able to do stories about it, but is to dive Scapa flow uh, with them. And then you can talk about the history of it. And um, so they, they really give you the, the, the freedom to do whatever you want to do with it for the most part. Wow. And, and so the people are obviously are learning a bunch of uh, interesting stuff when you come back with this video and you're just having the time of your life. It sounds like to me, you get to go on the, I, I guess part of the gig is you get to get on the cruise ship and enjoy their food and stuff a little bit too. They feed you well, uh, even on those expedition yeah. uh, cruise uh, cruisers and and things. But but you go down there and see kinds all, all kinds of wildlife. I would imagine, especially in a place like Antarctica, yeah. right? I mean, what's the nuttiest thing you've seen? I mean, uh, down under there, Norwals and things like that. What what are you seeing in Antarctica? I don't even know. Uh, Antarctica, you you usually get you know th- th- there's some seals, but it's the penguins and the leopard seals. But yeah. um, the 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 uh, craziest thing I think that happened to me is uh, up in the Arctic where uh, I was filming uh, something uh, on the bottom and I was looking through the the viewfinder and the camera and a walrus swam right over oh, me. Thankfully, it didn't want to want to grab me, but uh, yeah, it, it was a little nerve wracking. Yeah, well, I mean, the walrus—they're uh, not as friendly as they seem on uh, at SeaWorld when you're there in the wild. I no. assume. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the seals—I th- I thought they were all like the ones at SeaWorld. The first one I saw over in the Galapagos, and then I came back, and the dive master was uh, screaming at me, going, "Hey, that seal was trying to eat you, Greg. What are you doing?" I said, "What? I thought it was trying to." wanted to play uh so i've learned but uh boy i bet i could learn a lot from your videos and it sounds like pretty exciting stuff jared keep it up okay buddy thanks i appreciate it remember nextdive.com check out their complete line of cool dive gear regs uh bc's they got it all right there nextdive.com that'll wrap it up for this week till next time remember it's always better wear jared downward sweater Safe diving, everyone. If you want to stay in the know, if you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Let's go. Scuba Radio. Scuba.
Alpha Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go. The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com. <laughs> 